Stay in the know with Radio 2000 Podcast. We're going to be chatting to Dr. Alison Bentley regarding a letter that we received from one of our listeners. She writes, hi, Ndombi, I hope you're well. My boyfriend and I have been staying together for about a year now. He's recently developed a habit of snoring, which in turn gives me intense insomnia. In fact, when we have to prepare for bed, I feel anxious because I know he's going to ex- to snore, which affects my sleep and productivity the following day. I've tried sleeping pills but those don't seem to be working. We are thinking of sleeping in different bedrooms because I just can't deal with not sleeping. This is a man who's picked up intense weight and is now a frequent consumer of alcohol and barely works out anymore because of the stress coming from his work. Before we resort to extreme measures of sleeping in different bedrooms, how can I deal with this insomnia so I cannot um, so I'm not affected by his snoring. So that email comes from our listener, Uluyanda. We're definitely going to assist her by uh, chatting to Dr. Alison Bentley from uh, a, a res- restoric sleep specialist. It's time for hashtag doctor's note. And uh, we're going to be chatting to Dr. Alison Bentley, a uh, restoric sleep specialist. And she joins us on the line. Good morning, Doc. Morning, how are you? Very well, thanks. How are you? Good, thanks. All right, Doc. So we sent you the letter. You know exactly what Luanda's situation is because she's got a partner who's snoring, which then results in her not sleeping at night, which affects her productivity. You, it's literally a sure. ripple a ripple effect. How can Luanda yeah. deal with her insomnia? If the insomnia is related to snoring, then we have a double whammy, right? Mm. We have two sleep disorders. Yeah. And and this is this often often happens when we have insomnia that is caused by something else. So what we would call like environmental insomnia, cause yeah. for insomnia, that it's something in the environment that is causing her to battle to sleep. Now the problem is, you know, it's always going to be hard to manage her insomnia if there's still this loud noise beside her, mm. because she's obviously she's obviously sensitive to it, and so. And the insomniac often feels like there's a double kind of rage happening and they get very angry about this. Yeah. So there's a double rage. Firstly, yeah. there's a lot of noise. Secondly, this person is sleeping and they are not. Okay, mm. like that's just not fair. <laughs> okay. So so there's 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 a double problem here. So the problem is that the, the we need to resolve the snoring as well. Mm. Okay. Not just the insomnia. True. But also, Doc, what are the typical causes of insomnia? You mentioned environmental insomnia. Yeah. Yeah. So that's often, and people, everybody kind of knows if they're sensitive to light or they're sensitive to sound. Yes. Um, and those would be the environmental causes. So some people will tell you that they wake up as soon as the sun comes up in the morning, like they can't sleep if there's any light in their surroundings at all. Mm. Other people, it's a sound thing. Some people, it doesn't affect them. So the sound and light doesn't really affect them. Yeah. But there's, I mean, those, and those are kind of obvious causes, if that makes sense. Like, mm. you know what the problem is. Mm. What's more tricky is, is where you don't know what the problem is. And so the, the big causes of insomnia, first of all, we look at the sleep disorders. So snoring and obstructive sleep apnea themselves can cause insomnia. Yeah. Restless leg syndrome often causes insomnia. If you have a delay in the whole sleep cycle, so what we find in adolescent and young men is that they stay up super late and then have to sleep till late, mm. except that school starts. So they go to sleep at three, they can get a wake sleep till 10, but unfortunately school starts at like half past seven. Yeah. So their sleep is being cut in half. So those are the sleep disorders. 
but there are a lot of medical disorders that can cause insomnia. So HIV, for example, asthma, any cardiac issues, any breathing issues that you might have at night, those can cause insomnia. Pain can cause insomnia. Medications can cause insomnia. So mm. some of the cholesterol-lowering agents, this what we call the statins, they can cause difficulty in sleep. We went through a period where the antiretrovirals in themselves caused, it's called, oh, caused wow. insomnia. The new ones don't, so yeah. that's great. So that's one problem they've solved <laughs> with improvement in medications. So there are those kinds of things. Um, then there's also a safety issue. I mean, you know, women who are not safe, and it's mainly mm. women, women who are not safe in their beds mm. at night um, can have insomnia. So there's those kind of – so there's really – but honestly, the most common cause of insomnia is people who have had a cause previously, so like a life stress event – Someone died in the family, um, stress at work, which then goes away. And so they have acute insomnia because of that stress, which is kind of understandable. And they know why. Mm. But when the stress goes away, the insomnia stays. And often often that's because they've created a lot of bad behaviors and a lot of bad thoughts about their sleep. And that's what keeps it going. So what actually keeps chronic insomnia going often is the fact that people are going to bed too early. You know, there's this logic like if I go to bed for eight hours, Mm. I only sleep for five. So let me go to bed for 10 because then I'll sleep more. (laughs) Okay. And that doesn't work. It just doesn't work. You spend a lot more time awake. Sure. And then if you are awake, is lying in bed trying to fall asleep. That is a waste of time. I mean, I'm sure you've tried to do that. It doesn't work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And your your brain goes into crazy space. And (laughs) within five minutes, you're trying to figure out what you can do about the war in Ukraine. You know, it's like... You're that's worrying so about true. the most ridiculous stuff, right? That's so true. So, and that keeps insomnia going. But also, Doc, what are the health implications of insomnia? Not being able to get a good night's rest. Yeah. So there are there are significant complications. I mean, firstly, there's the the next day complications. So the next day, you're going to battle to concentrate. Yeah. You're going to have an attention problem. Yeah. There's a focus problem. You're going to have fatigue. But in the long term, we now have really good data that says you're more likely... So it doesn't mean it's not an absolute. So let's not say that insomnia causes any of these things, but there's a certain risk, for example, for cardiovascular disease, a risk like maybe 10%, Mm -hmm. and insomnia increases that risk. Right. So it increases the risk of cardiovascular disease, metabolic disease like diabetes, dementia, increases the risk of depression and anxiety. And these are all things you don't want. Mm. (laughs) You don't want them. No, you don't want those. is bad enough so there is there are really good reasons to get it sorted yeah doc is there healthy medication or routines that can assist in restful sleeping i mean i i once met a parent who says i put lavender behind my children's ears before mm. they go to sleep just so that they can have a good night's rest um others would say i drink chamomile tea before going to sleep yeah. because that helps me sleep um what other alternatives do are there that are healthy in order for people to get a good night's sleep so there are a lot of those kind of herbal things which do, and mainly what they do is they reduce anxiety. Mm. So they help you be a little bit calmer. And we know that if you reduce anxiety, I mean, what's the, you know, I was talking about the behaviors you do that maintain yeah, insomnia. Yeah. The, the thinking that you do is all about anxiety. Okay. So that you're worried about your sleep. Am I going to get enough sleep? What's going to happen if I don't sleep? I've read that you, I'm going to get diabetes and sure. so I'm worried about my sleep. So there's a lot of anxiety and a lot of those things, what they do is reduce anxiety. Mm. And so obviously they help sleep. 
Okay. Mm. Things like CBD oil also reduces anxiety. It's not particularly healthy, but it reduces anxiety. So if anything reduces anxiety, it's likely to assist in sleep. Mm. Okay. So those are certainly true. But honestly, the best way to manage this kind of insomnia is go to bed a lot later. So I find a lot of people go to bed at 10 o'clock because it's bedtime right it's just bedtime and i go what what bedtime who decided it was bedtime is this an 11th commandment you know like you go to bed (laughs) and then i ask them another question and i say are you sleepy when you go to bed and they go no and i go well why do you go to bed and they go because it's bedtime so you get stuck in this kind of craziness that people are going to bed when they're not sleepy right so go to bed later like an hour or two later um, when you know you're going to be really, really sleepy. And this is Got not forever. You. This is just yes. for now. Go to bed much, much later. Try to go to sleep then. Wait until you're sleepy before you actually go to bed. Mm-hmm. If you find that you're awake at night and you can't go to sleep, then for goodness sake, don't spend hours lying in bed trying to sleep. <laughs> Rather, get up. Get up. Go and read a book somewhere, which will keep your mind True. engaged while yes. that sleepiness comes back. Yes. Once the sleepiness comes back, then go to bed and you'll be able to fall asleep. So twinning that I am sleepy and I can fall asleep in your head is a very healthy thing to do. Yeah. And we, we always have our cell phones close by, people going mm. on TikTok, Instagram, uh, Twitter in order to aid them to, to sleep. Do you, do you advise for someone to do that, Doc? So I, so I don't think social media is a good idea to help you go to sleep because you get involved, right? And you ah, end up true. going down a rabbit hole and it's an hour later. <laughs> yeah. so, so I don't think that kind of social media is a good idea. But there's nothing wrong, for example, with reading, mm. with playing a game of solitaire on your phone. Mm. You know, it's, it doesn't engage you as much as social media does. I see. It, but it does distract your mind from thinking about anything. Yeah. Just engage on. I mean, I have to confess, I play Candy Crush when I can't sleep because <laughs> it's just minimal attention, right? Minimal intellectual effort. But it stops me thinking about something else. And then I can feel sleepy and then I can go to sleep. Wonderful. So, yeah. So that kind of thing is okay. And doc, contact details. There's someone right now that's on the verge of just, you know, a mental breakdown because their partner snores and they can't Mm. sleep and they're just like, I've had it. I've had it. Where can they get a hold of you, doc, so you can assist with both the snoring and also the insomnia? (laughs) Sure, sure. So the best thing is to send me an email Mm -hmm. and that email goes to bentleypractice at gmail.com. Yes. So that's bentleypractice at gmail.com fantastic dr allison thank you so much for your time it's a great pleasure have a good day and a good night's sleep i feel like i'm obliged (laughs) to say that (laughs) thank you so much doc there you go we just had a conversation with dr allison bentley um restonic sleep specialist radio 2000 podcast